This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Filling in for Simi Sarah, I'm Nikki Reitmeyer. Simi, she's off sick today, but you heard her earlier this morning on the John McComb Show because apparently John McComb was just slightly sicker. So poor Simi, she filled in for John. John was off today, but we hope that both of them are back in their regular time slots as of Monday morning. Until then, though, we will continue along talking about hockey on the Simi Sarah Show. Moments ago, you just heard a report about the WHL, which was an interesting report, and unfortunately, the last in our series of Leaders Off the Ice, put together by Global News. In this next segment, though, we're going to find out if cannabis can help former NHL players deal with their symptoms of post-concussion neurological disease. You know, it's an interesting idea. Uh, Cannabis is being used more and more often, or so we seem to hear when it comes to treating medical issues. So why not concussions? A new clinical research deal between the NHL Alumni Association and Canopy Growth, that's a medicinal marijuana company, may reveal the answer. Listen to this report from CKNW contributor Claire Allen. If you're a fan of Canada's game, you've heard a call like this before. Leveled, oh, what a hit by Pearson as Jeremy Roenick is on Dream Street right now. As hockey players get faster and bigger, the hits have become harder. Scarier. Max Pacioretty is down as he caught the stanchion as he was hammered right near the Bruins bench. And this looks scary. And sometimes, career ending. Oh, Steve Moore's hurt. Really bad. Moore's head went into the ice. And they need more than just the trainers. They're calling for medical help for Steve Moore. As you heard in that TSN clip, Steve Moore never played another game after being hit by Todd Bertuzzi. He suffered a concussion and three fractured vertebrae. Moore is moving his legs. It looked like he tried to get up, and they just told him to stay down. Moore sued Bertuzzi for $68 million, but reached an out-of-court settlement in 2014. But what about other players who have sustained concussions while playing in the NHL? After a largely unsuccessful attempt at a class-action lawsuit, a lot of former players are left to suffer with the consequences of concussions alone. It's probably the worst part of my job is the calls, and it's never from a player. It's always either from a wife that calls and says something's not right, or it's a call from one of the kids, and it's, I want dad back. Dad's not the same. Something's not right. And so those are tough calls, but those are the calls that uh, we're here for. That's Glenn Healy. He's a former NHL goaltender who spent 15 years in the league. He's now the executive director of the NHL Alumni Association. I spoke with him about the newly announced clinical research agreement to investigate the use of cannabinoids as treatment for post-concussion neurological diseases in former NHL players. Healy says alumni members have spoken with him about their post-concussion symptoms. You have players that have trouble sleeping, have anxiety and maybe depression and anger. Uh, And then, you know, the ultimate and probably the worst is where you've got masking agents that you're using to to just make you get through a day, to make you functionally integrated. But those masking agents, whether it's an opioid or it's alcohol or some form of a drug, uh, those things at some point, uh, I've read the last chapter of the book, it's not a good chapter. That chapter typically leads to 
some disastrous things in your life. And at some point, the world is not functionally integrated with you. They, they don't want to deal with the guy who's under the bridge and they don't want to deal with the guy who's living up north with just a tarp and nothing else. The clinical research agreement will be led by Nika Healthcare Canada's Dr. Amin Kassam, who is a neurosurgeon. So the intent of the trial is to, first of all, establish in these patients who've had repeated head injuries on their long playing careers, how are they integrating in the world? So the first step is to do detailed mental health assessments in the digital basis so we can understand how they're integrating, some imaging, and some biomarkers. Once we have that, then we're going to offer a couple of treatment paradigms of which we're going to explore the role of CBD. The former players will then be divided into three groups. One group will be given a placebo another will be given a specific form of CBD, and the third group will get a different form of CBD. And we're going to try and understand what the incremental value of CBD is for that basic treatment. How much does it help? Because we have a placebo group, if there's no value, it will show. If there's a value, it will show. And which of the forms has value, it will show. Dr. Mark Ware is the chief medical officer with Canopy Growth, the cannabis company that will be providing the CBD for the study. Dr. Ware says that there is already some preliminary evidence that shows that cannabis can help with post-concussion neurological disease symptoms, but more needs to be done. We know that these cannabinoid molecules in the brain, and it's important to know that our brains contain receptors and molecules which mimic cannabis in some ways, and they're active in brain inflammation. So we know that this scientifically makes sense. Um, we also know that people are self-medicating with cannabis in some form or another, but we know people don't have information on you know, what dose, we don't know what the safety profile is, we don't know which cannabinoids, there are many of them, are most effective and uh, in what format. I think you know, what was missing was you know, clinical studies where you actually give this to people in a controlled environment and you monitor the safety and effectiveness. For Glenn Healy of the NHL Alumni Association, the news of this clinical research agreement has sparked major interest from his 3,800 members. Yeah, I uh, probably have had close to 200 texts. The, the answer has been, thank you, and how can I help you to do this? This is music to my ears. We are caring about the people that have built the game. For Dr. Kassam, the neurosurgeon with Nika Health Canada, the participation of former NHL players is nothing short of heroic. Nice. Athletes were once our childhood heroes, right? If in the end we find something that has value for them, then we're going to be able to bring that back to the general population who have um, milder but similar forms of the disintegration that they're suffering from. So to me, these guys are heroes then and they're heroes again because they're lending their bodies and minds for us to learn from so we can help the general population. Cannabis remains a banned substance in the NHL. So when I asked Glenn Healy about why the NHL Alumni Association wanted to get involved in a cannabis study, he told me about a conversation he had with former Ted Lindsay. Then Lindsay and Nikita swinging each other. Ted said to me a long time ago, he said he loved the corners. And I was like, oh, okay, Ted, not many players love the corners. They're, they're vicious. He said, I love the corners because I can either tell if you're a man or you're a chicken. And I can tell it right away. And Ted went into the corners in all aspects of his life, on the ice and off the ice. And if I'm going to be a chicken and wait for somebody else and not go into the corner and stand up for my guys, stand up for people that I know, then I shouldn't be doing this job. And the other sports, the fact they haven't done it, 
I don't care. I'm going to go into the corner first, and I'm going to see if there's an answer. And I'm going to find a way when that phone rings and I have to take a call that I don't have to say I'm sorry. I can say I've got help and hope. For AM 980 CKNW, I'm Claire Allen.